Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My thoughts, my opinion, sports podcast. Oh, what it is. Welcome back to another episode of MTMO Sports Podcast. Dugs, yo, this episode, well, I will be giving my opinion on an NBA superstar wanting a new scenery. You feel me? Can't wait to talk about this new stuff. I mean, well, not new stuff, but this star wants to transition to a new team, man. One of the last of the Mohicans on the on the team that he was drafted by, you feel me? But can't wait to get my opinion on that, man. And I cannot wait to get my opinion on this NBA free agency, Doug. Yo, there are new faces and new places, you feel me? And I most definitely cannot wait to talk about these uh new places, man. That some of these new faces are at, you feel me? But you already know, man. Enough with the talk, you feel me? Let's get straight into the show, you feel me? All right, man. Let's talk about this this superstar wanting a new scenery, man. My man, Dame Lillard, has requested a trade, Doug. Ooh. Woo. Dame. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm Portland, man. We are, Portland is not in a pickle again, man. They are in a situation to how do you... What do you do about this situation? You feel me? Do you give him what he want? Do you try to force him to stay? And you know, it's a lot of things that 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 plays in the mind. You feel me? And and I really do believe that Dane should leave Portland. Yes, I said it. I think Dane should leave Portland, man. I, I think Dane being in Portland, man, is is he will be a Hall of Famer. I, I, I can put my dollar on that. I believe Dame Dollar will most definitely be a Hall of Famer. But it just seems like we want to see more of Dame. I, I most definitely want to see more of Dame in the big games. We haven't seen Dame in the big game, really, since he was in the NBA Western Conference Finals a couple of years ago. You know what I mean? And and even then, the Trailblazers, the Trailblazers still was not a team that you want to bet your money on that you would believe that they will be in the finals or even win the finals, you feel me? So it is we want to see Dame in, in more and more meaningful games. You heard what Bradley Bill said when he went, went uh went to Phoenix. 
You hear what he said in his press conference. He, he most definitely said that he wants to play in meaningful games. He wanted to play in games that he felt like that there's a chance, there's a hope for him to be on a bigger stage. And that's what we see um, Dame Lillard at. Because, honestly, I think if Bradley Bill would have never got traded, I still don't believe we'd have been talk- we won't be having this conversation about Dame. I think Dame would have most definitely would have stayed in Portland. But I, I feel like once he felt – uh, Bradley Bill had made a move. He was one of the last other last person that was um, on the team that he was trying to be loyal to for so long. But now he moved on. So I think that really played a part in Dame's um, decision of him wanting to move on. You feel me? Um, another. Uh, let's talk about uh, Dame last year. Dame last year had played 58 games. And out of those 58 games, uh, he played about 36 minutes a game. And in that 36 minutes a game, I mean, yeah, 36 minutes a game, he was averaging 32.2 points a game, which put him third in the NBA. Third. Then he had 4.8 rebounds. Then he had 7.3 assists. Then he's uh, averaging 46.3% in field goal range. And that's just in 58 games. I believe if Dane would have played a little bit, played a little bit more, those uh, percentage probably would have went up just a tad bit more. The assists would have went up a tad bit more, or anything in that nature. But just in those 58 games, Dane was the third leading scorer, putting up hella points, putting up, putting his team on his back because he had no choice. He really most definitely didn't have no choice when it was time to put Portland on the back. Is that like a personal attack or something? Eh, I'm not going to say it's a personal attack, but <laughs> it is what it is, man. The Portland Trailblazers did not do right by Dame. And what I mean by they didn't do right by Dame, they kept on saying that we are looking to put a championship contender around Dame. If you're putting a championship contender around Dame, why in the hell are y'all keep in the draft every year? Why the hell are y'all not bringing free agents um, to Portland? Or try to persuade or anything in that nature. It's like y'all was like, whoever comes here, whoever comes here. In my opinion, a good free agent have a cane that says mellow. That was the last good free agent that the Portland Trail Blazers could add, excuse me, can actually lure into uh Portland, Oregon. And and it's like there's no disrespect to 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 Portland. You know what I mean? It, it's just like Portland is just a a dead destination to go to. What do you mean by that? What I mean by that is <laughs> just simply what I just said, man. No, nobody wants to go to Portland. You don't never hear no free agents to say, I want to go team up with Dame in Portland. None. None at all. You never heard nobody say, yo, draft me to Portland or trade me to Portland. You know what I mean? Really, draftees don't really have no say so when you get drafted to. But, you know what I mean? You don't never hear a draft, uh, a person that's coming up in the draft to say, hey, I would like to get drafted by the Portland Trailblazers. That's been my team since I was a little kid. Anything in that nature? No, <laughs> it's just like a no. You don't you don't get those uh, uh, stories coming uh, to Portland. Anything in that nature? It's just like don't get me wrong. Portland has some good players, but all those good players don't even last long in Portland. Brandon Roy didn't last long. Um, Greg Oden. Most definitely did not last long, man. It just Greg Oden was just whew. anywho. <laughs> uh, 
who else did last law? Uh, like I said, I said Brandon Roy, but Brandon Roy, um, he he gave it his best shot. You know, what I mean, I think if he, he he suffered the Grand Hill syndrome for real. You know, bad knees, bad uh, injuries, just really couldn't get himself back um, into a playing condition. Um, Nurkic, uh, Bill Walton, uh, you know, I mean, it just it just names just keep rolling in, and like Portland, just like you go there and you just fail. You know, I mean, I hate to say fail, but when the last time Portland won a net, uh, won a uh, NBA Finals? I wait. <laughs> Stop it! Get some help. And that's all Portland should have been doing is trying to get some help up there, man. You know, once they let the Marcus Aldridge go, it was just pretty much that was it. That was no more championship aspiration or playoffs aspiration, anything in that nature, in that aspiration for Portland. But you know, I mean, it is you know they they did draft Scoop this year. They did uh, try to bring back Jeremy Grant and 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 try. But the thing about Portland is like when people was like when they was like uh, we were just trying to you know build a championship contender around Dame, bring some cha- going young is not that's not the answer. You know, most champions. Doesn't win until they're in their thirties, maybe. You got some twenties, you know. Hopefully, you can come in there, make a splash, or on the right team to actually get to twenty. But you know, what I mean, normally you're about thirties in your thirties when you winning your first championship, or you know, close to thirty when you winning your first championship. And I believe that Portland, if I'm not mistaken, when I was on, you know, uh, just watching my guy Bryson on carving it up with Bryson. Um, I believe that Portland age wise was about 26 or something in that nature. I think they their average age is about 25, 26 years old, still pretty young, still don't have no aspiration of trying to win a championship, man. You feel me? And, and I just don't see where Portland was doing, keep going young, young, and young each year. You got to find some way to bring some, some talent down there. I don't know how or which way, but I do think that once you trade Dane, you'll be able to build a young core team like the Houston Rockets was trying to do. You know what I mean? I, I believe that uh, Portland has um, some moves out there for um, um, some teams. You know what I mean? And let, let's talk about some of these uh, draft drafts that um, – some of these players that some of these teams are trying to draft, you know, trying to get to to get Dane. Let's talk about the Miami Heat. That's one of the teams that his one of his destinations that he wanted to go. He chose to go to Miami, which I think would be a good fit for him down in Miami because if him, Bam, and and Jimmy can get along, I mean, come together, learn the Heat culture and all that, and put some good pieces around them, then he can possibly be a playoff team and maybe not just a play-in team. You know, I mean, I understand that the Heat just came off the finals run, but nobody really betted the Heat to make the finals this year. Nobody. Maybe except for the people that's in the Heat Nation. But other than that, nobody really thought that the Heat was going to make it. Nobody thought the Heat was going to get past the Bucks. Nobody thought the Heat was going to get past the Knicks or anything in that nature. But if we would – not we. If the Heat would have had Dame Lillard throughout the playoffs, it would kind of persuade people different. It would have been like, oh, yeah, the Heat can beat the uh, – can beat the Knicks. The Heat can beat the Bucks. The Heat most definitely gonna have to beat the uh 
the Hawks, the stuff like that, you know, teams like that. And it, it, it just seems like now that since Miami is pretty much all broken up, which I'm going to talk about soon, it's like now how do you really put this team together? So I've seen something like the Blazers can get Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Jamie um, Jacquez, I believe that's his name, and uh, 2027 first round, 2026, 28, 29 first swap. That's what the Heat can, can give up to get Dane. Which is pretty good, but I think that it sounds like now at first they was trying to add Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero into that same um into that same uh trace trade scenario. But it seems like now that the Heat was like, hold on, let's think about this real quick. We can't lose both shooters. You know, also in my opinion, I would try to keep Tyler Hero and get rid of Duncan Robinson. Because number one, uh Duncan Robinson contract, um is need to come up off the books. Number one, I believe that Duncan Robinson shouldn't have got that big contract in the beginning. But near here will say. Um, so I, I would keep Tyler Hero because I believe that if you can you can win games with a with a Dame, Tyler Hero, Jimmy, Bam, and hopefully, you know, they can find their fifth. I believe that's a good starting five. But I believe you keeping Duncan Robinson, Dame, Jimmy, and Bam is not a good starting five in my in my opinion. You feel me? So, I, um, I'm, I'm like that the Heat is trying to find some way to keep a shooter, but I would just trade uh, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. Another team, the Utah Jazz, can say they can possibly get into it. Now they ain't really got the sexiest pick, and I don't uh, the sexiest trade, and I don't think that the Utah Jazz are going to be one of the teams that even Dame even go to. But the Utah Jazz is talking about giving up. Colin Saxton and Kelly Olynyk, a 25, a 2025, 2027, and 2029 first round pick. Nah, it's not all that, all that sexy, not all that cool. And I feel like Dane going to Utah is like the same scenario on him standing in Portland. Portland got a little bit of a nice team, but I really just don't see that them is a destination where Dame can elevate that team and and hopefully bring that team into a playoff. Because that West is packed. Utah didn't even make the play-in. So I, I don't really feel like Dame can really help them elevate their game. You know, they got a nice uh, team down there with Jordan Clarkston and 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 others. You know, I really don't know Utah team that much. But, you know, they got some decent team. But I don't think that will be a good fit for Dame. I don't think that will be a good scenario for Dame. Um, the Nets. The Brooklyn Nets is our offering – Ben Simmons, Cam Thomas, uh, Deron Sharp, 2027, 2028, and 2029 first-round pick. Um, I believe that's a okay fit for him. I believe that I can, I can kind of see that move if he wants to go there. Um, he can most definitely help Michael Bridges, Cam Johnson, and that team um, elevate. Now, only thing about it is uh, – do you trade Nicholas Claxton into that uh, game trade also? Because if you use Nicholas Claxton, that's a young rim protector that, um, that that's a viable key piece to the Brooklyn Nets. And I don't think that you can do a trade with um, Nurkic. I don't think that Nurkic will, will be a good fit in Brooklyn. Um, I, just, I just feel like Brooklyn is an okay deal. Um, I think it will come second to Miami. Because, um, like I said, Miami is where he really wants to go. And another New York team, the New York Knicks. Now, I don't think this trade can 
I don't think the trade will happen, in my opinion, because they just got Jalen Brunson last season. So I, I don't believe that they're going to be in the field or in the trademark look for two guards, two scoring dominant guards um, to come to that team because, you know, they was looking to give up, maybe give, possibly giving up a R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, a Evan Fournier, a 2024-25 and 27 first-round pick. I don't think that will be, like I said, a good fit. Um, like I said, you're going to have two guard dominant uh, uh um, scores and Brunson and Lillard, and then you're gonna have uh Julius Randle, who's pretty much a wild card. I don't think Julius Randle can really be that guy, or he will settle to be that third score, you know. I mean, the third option on that team. And I don't really think that Dame and Tibbs will really clash good in a good way, in my opinion. I feel like Dame needs a stronger minded coach. Uh, I don't think Tibbs – I like Tibbs as a coach, but at times his in-game adjustments and, and stuff like that is where Tibbs falls short at. And I don't think that that will elevate Dane. Um, I, I think – I do believe that there's only one coach out of that whole trade scenario that can really fit Dane, mold Dane, and 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 can work with Dane, and that's the Heat and Eric Spolcher. I believe the type of coach that Eric Spolcher is, doesn't matter what type of talent he – he has dropped in his lap. Eric Spoelstra will make the will make the most and the best out of his talent, and I think that he will get the most out of Dame Lillard. You know, what I mean, the way that he can, the way Dame can push the ball, the way Dame will shoot, the way Dame can control the offense, command the defense. You know, I just think that all those things is what Dame is strong suit and can bring to Miami because we already know that Jimmy Butler like to get two feet in the paint and pass the ball out. I don't know why. But that would be nice if Dane could come, you know, come to his eyesight and splash. Because I also didn't think that this is another conversation I, I like to have before I, I wrap this session up. Is Dane being a top five point guard in this league? And to my answer, yes, Dane is a top five point guard in this league. I believe that Dane should be talked about as one of the point guards, you know, I mean, we, we named Steph, we named Steph Curry as the number one point guard in the NBA right now, right now. And a lot of people say it's a wide, large margin. It's a, it's a margin that maybe Dame is not in the same room or other point guards are not in the same room as Steph. Now, do Steph have a nice lead over majority of these point guards that I have in my top five? He has a nice lead. He has a nice gap. Yes. Is he in this? Is these point guards in the same room as Steph? Yes, I believe that they are. And here's on my top five point guards: we got Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, Dame Lillard, um, uh, Luka Doncic, and my surprise fifth one. And a lot of people, and he just up and coming, and just got there. I'm not not up and coming in the league, but. He's been a surprise the way he's been grinding, the way he's been fighting, and he was able to get his team in the playoff for the first time in hella years. De'Aaron Fox. Those are my top five point guards. Um, now, I understand that only Steph and Kyrie are the only two guards on that list that has a championship. But if you if you if if we pay attention to these games, man, we can't go wrong. I know a lot of people will be like, damn. How come Chris Paul not in there? Chris Paul, due to injury, has kind of set himself out of this, in my opinion. 
is he still a top 10 point guard? Yes. Is Chris Paul a Hall of Famer? Yes. But this right now, Chris Paul falls into like seven to eight on my list. But like I said, he's a top 10 point guard. I know a lot of people are going to ridicule me about Ja Morant. Why come Ja Morant not a top five point guard? Because Ja has a lot of things that he has to um, get better at. And I think that playing above the rim, that AI style, is great for highlights, great for uh, storylines and stuff like that. But I feel like that jaw injury is going to start creeping up on him later in his career. And, you know, this whole gun situation kind of dropping down the totem pole. And then that gun thing doesn't really solidify him getting dropped because he falls like number six. I almost had jaw in my top five. But I just think that De'Aaron Fox was a complete point guard this year without having any troubles, any issues. He might have had a little bit of injury, but the Sacramento Kings has, you know, had lifted itself. And I think it was due to De'Aaron Fox. Now, for Ja, I just think that for the Memphis Grizzlies, the teams can still be good without Ja. We've been seeing it multiple times. When Ja's not in the lineup, the teams are still good. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what I mean? Luca. We didn't see that if you take Luca away, you know what I mean, that offense is, is is trash. That's why they had to hurry up and re-sign Kyrie. That's why they were so brought in into bringing Kyrie back because they need another star down there. They need somebody, once Luca go on the bench, that somebody can take over the game. And Kyrie can do that. And that's why ta- Kyrie is also in my top five point guards because of the things that he can do, the things that he can control the game, the way he can control the game. And his handles and his finish at the rim is just too nasty. How can he not put him in the top five? You know what I mean? So, like I said, it's Steph, Dane, Luca, um, Kyrie, and De'Aaron Fox is my top five point guards right now. You know what I mean? And and by Dane being in my top five point guard, that's why I solidify saying that Dane belongs in the conversation with a Steph Curry. Now, like I said, Steph got him on the rings. Steph got him on a three-point, um, shooting the best the best three-point of all time. Yes, but Dame ain't no slouch. I already showed you that Dame in 58 games, Dame can average 32-point games. Dame can go out here and get you a 60-point game in a game. You know what I mean? Dame is the most dangerous guy He's just like Steph. You kind you gotta kind of pick him up at half court. If you can't wait till he gets down to the three point line or any lower, because Dane will kill you. He will snipe you. You feel me? So I, I really like to see Dame in Miami, um, for his new scenario, his new place. I think he will get to Miami, but I just think that it will take some time. I think this is not going to be a quick fix. Hurry up at the end of July, anything that nature. I think this can really go all the way to training camp. This can go until maybe August, early September, or something of that nature. I don't want it to go that far, 
because, you know, I would like to see Dame in the training camp and getting familiarized with his team as fast as he possibly can. And, you know, you don't want this to linger all the way until the beginning of the season because in the beginning, you know, you just want him to be there and be ready once the season starts, not when the season starts, you feel me? So I believe Dame's a top five point guard. I believe Dame will be in Miami. Um, Yeah, and, you know, that, that that's just pretty much it on the whole Dame situation in my in my opinion, you feel me? So let's go ahead and switch it up to the NBA free agency. Woo! The NBA free agency, y'all, is here. It has came. It is, and day one didn't show no mercy. <laughs> man, it was like day one of that free agency, man. It is just it, everybody was tuned in. Once four o'clock hit, man, everybody don't agreements. The uh, people was uh, verbally agreeing to this was just flooding our timelines. It was just getting nasty out there. You feel me? But before we get to the uh, we start talking about the agreements, let's talk about a trade that happened. And I think this trade is a big trade that happened so far, man. And the big trade is that the Wizards, the Celtics and the Grizzlies all made some trades, as you can clearly see right here. Course that for singers is now a Boston Celtic. He is going, he has been traded to the Celtics for Marcus Smart. Um, well, it was a three team, a three team trade. Marcus Smart is now a Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Tyus Jones is now a Washington Wizard. And like I said, Puss Ingers is now a Celtic. And I think that that's that's a big trade because now Boston don't have that defender. They're the defender of the year, defensive player of the year, anything in that nature anymore. Who are they going to lean to when it comes to play defense? Do you know what I mean? It was bad enough that they struggled last year, you know, with Marcus Smart on the defensive side. And it's like, now do you really put your hope and your everything on Porzingis being your 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 rim protector? You know what I mean? Because he's not going to be able to play your best, uh, play the best offense. You know what I mean? He's going to have to play a big. And then the thing about it is he's going to consistently have to play Joel Embiid, Jokic, and stuff like players, centers like that. You know what I mean? And it's just, woo. Now, don't get me wrong. Good move for Boston. But I also remember on, on the previous episodes, I, I believe that Boston had took a step back. And I don't think this trade gave them a step forward in my eyes. I just think they stuck in neutral – now, I understand they're going to have to fill out the team, figure it out, because there's more trades that's going to come. I'm, I was saying that Grant Williams could possibly be trading now. You know what I mean? So I, I, I see mo- new new moves coming for the Boston Celtics, but I just think that this holds them in neutral right now. I don't really say that this puts them in the lead or or, or fighting for Eastern Conference Finals anymore. And like, it's, it's just, I don't know. far as – the Grizzlies. I think that was the best move for the Memphis Grizzlies. You need somebody like with that Graymon and and you just lost uh, 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 Dylan Brooks. You need somebody on that defensive end and maybe maybe can talk some sense into a job. You need that vocal voice in the in the locker room to say, yo, this is how things are going to be. This is how it's going to be changing. No longer that young, dancing and, and immature type uh, theme anymore. This is about grown man business. And I think that that's what Marcus Smart can do. For the Washington Wizards, um, Tyus Jones, 
good solid point guard, can run an offense. Um, he showed in Memphis last year that he is a, a true point guard that can uh should not be slept on. You know, what I mean, I'm not saying that he's gonna be an all-star point guard, he's gonna change things for the Washington Wizards, but a solid point guard who's ready to be there on time and ready to run a uh offense, yes, because the Washington Wizards is gonna need a point guard now that they got Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma down there, which is Something I'm going to talk about on my next episode is like who got the better trade, the uh, Warriors or the Wizards? You feel me? But as of right now, man, the Wizards, it looked like they're not trying to compete too much in the East. You know what I mean? Uh, but getting Tyrus Jones and, and some and some first round or some picks, uh, draft picks in the future, it's a it's a decent move and it's it's a good way to start when you're trying to. Uh, build your team. Now let's talk about some other things that happened in the free agency. In the free agency, we see that Jeremy Grant is going back to the Blazers. We see Van Vliet going to the Rockets. We see Kyrie going back to uh, Dallas. We see Cam Johnson going back to Brooklyn. We see Chris Middleton going back to the Bucks. Like I said, Kyle Kuzma signed a nice four-year deal going back to the Washington Wizards. Draymond Green, Woo, he's going back to uh, Golden State on a nice four-year deal. They believe in him. They felt like that Draymond is a key, valuable piece to their uh, championship run. Herb Jones for the Pelicans signed back. And you see that guy on the picture? Rui is, is coming back to L.A. Boy, my Lakers had did some good moves. Bruce Brown has now has been... Sign, uh, agreed to sign with the Pacers. I think that's really going to hurt Denver. I think that was a nice spark off the bench for Denver that uh, helped Denver to get that first championship. Kobe White going back to the Bulls. Gabe Benson coming to the Lakers. You feel me? Uh, Curtis LeVert going back to Cleveland. We got Dennis Schroeder going to the Raptors. Joe Angles going to Magics. Uh, Trey Jones to the Spurs. And we got Trey Lyles going back to the Kings. Uh, let's see. We got Reggie Jackson going to going back to Denver after he'd been traded there. Shake Milton going to the Timberwolves. Seth Curry going to the Mavericks. Uh, Kevin Love going back to the Heat. I guess he enjoyed his time in the Heat. We got my man Torian Prince coming to the Lakers. I told you my Lakers was making moves. Let's see. On the next one, we got Cam Reddish coming to the Lakers. Derrick Rose, who I thought was going to actually retire this year, going to Memphis. Memphis making some great moves to come down there, solidify that bench, and to help our guy, Ja, to stay on the right path. Got two good key veterans down there, you feel me? Um, Josh Richardson going to the Heat. You see that the Suns was trying to build that bench as fast as they can with the league minimum, you feel me? DeAndre Jordan going back to the Nuggets and my man Jackson Hayes coming to the Lakers. And I think that's a good move for the Lakers for the simple fact that we need another valuable big man, an active big man. Once AD go to the bench, you feel me? I be, I believe that Jackson Hayes can be that guy that can uh, um, protect our room, can run the floor, young legs, you feel me? And, and I think that's a good move for the Lakers, man. And, and, and this is one of the reasons why I chose the Lakers of being my one of my top three teams of winning NBA free agency this year. If you, like I just said, you see with the with the core key pieces, we was able to re, uh, 
get Austin Reeves back. We was able to get Gabe Vincent, Toy and Prince, Cam Reddish, um, Vanderbilt, D'Lo. We was able to re- re-sign some of these, get these players back, and we got a nice, good core. You feel me? I don't believe that this team can start off as a 2-10, and 10, <laughs> how we started off last regular season. I believe that this team can really compete now in the Western Conference. I believe that this team will not be a play-in if everything goes right, if everything plays into our favor, that this our, we will not be a play-in team. Where do I see us? I see us as a six-seed team as of right now. Right now. I see it as a six-seed. And that's most definitely means that we are not being the play-in. That means we are a playoff team. Now, can things change, go higher, go lower? Yes. Injury most definitely going to play a part. We need to see uh, how LeBron is going to be in year 21. We need to see how AD's uh, body is going to react to coming into this um, upcoming season. We need to see that Donovan Ham really learn something from last year. I believe he did. I believe that he showed that he's a good, great he can be a great coach, but right now he's a good coach. I believe with some of the adjustments he did now, understand that a lot of people said, well, y'all got swept by the Nuggets by the chance. I thought they're chance. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not saying that we was going to come back and get our vengeance and sweep the Nuggets. It's a chance. You know, the Nuggets kind of depleted a little bit. They lost some key, uh, some key pieces. So it can be things like that. But I just really think that the Lake is really Rob Palenka. Thank you. But taking your time and going to find, I mean, building a good key pieces. Now, I'm not a fan of D'Lo. I believe that D'Lo should have. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <sighs> I, I, I'm, I'm like a back and forth between with D-Lo, man. I, I'm a fan of D-Lo. I, I like what D-Lo brings to the team. But what he did in the playoffs last year, man, it, it really... It really sucks, man. It really shows that um, D'Lo didn't really, didn't really bring it. You know what I mean? He was staying after games, putting up shots and all that, but still wasn't trying to put the shots in the game. You know what I mean? It's like, no, nah, dog, that 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 can't that can't work. That that's not how things go. You feel me? We we need you to be aggressive. We need you to be able to come around that pick and roll. We need you to be able to to drop the passes off. We need you to be most definitely ready on that defensive end. And I believe that D'Lo will answer these questions this year. I believe he will play better, get better this upcoming year. I believe he will be more aggressive. He has to be more aggressive. If not, then we're going to be right back to where the hell we started with this point guard situation. LeBron running the, I mean, LeBron running the point guard again. And then you have these guys all over the place. I believe that D'Lo should be able to run his offense by now. We, don't, we shouldn't have to have LeBron try to run everything in year 21. <clears throat> and, we you know, with the sign of Gabe Vincent, I know a lot of people say that D'Lo will start, blah, blah, blah. Gabe Vincent will end the game at times. I would say majority of the times. With his shooting ability, I most definitely see that Gabe Vincent is going to see a lot of time on the floor. A lot of time. And, that I, and I like that the Lakers got 
some shooting going around the board with the Cam Redders, the the Gabe Vincent, D'Lo can pretty much shoot. Um, uh, uh, Torian Prince, a deep, a three and D type guy. So it's like the Lakers uh get everything, got everything that they possibly can need except for another big man. I believe. Well, Jackson Hayes is good enough, but I believe that we still probably gonna need that third type of big. Big man, you know what I mean? Because Jackson Hayes do get into a lot of foul trouble. And that's not going to help AD if he's always in foul trouble. So I believe that, you know, finding another big man can can help. Can help. I'm not saying that take away Jackson Hayes minutes, but can most definitely help him in the long run. Another team that I feel like won free agency, the Houston Rockets. Now, I know. I know a lot of people was like, wow, how did the Houston Rockets win the free agency? If you paid attention, they went out and got everybody, um, a good good veterans that can build their culture, what I think Coach Udoka is trying to do in Houston. I believe he went out and, and got that Fred Van Bleet is a true guard that can be vocal inside the locker room. Somebody that can show uh, 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 Porter, Porter Jr. and, and – and, green how to you know i mean run an offense in an efficient way i believe you bring in dylan brooks yes i said it you bring in dylan brooks whether it's off the bench or whether it's he's starting bringing his attitude his mentality to the game will help the houston rockets most definitely build their culture you need somebody i just said how memphis got rid of dylan brooks to bring in a marcus smart which was a smart move now that the Houston Rockets went and got Dylan Brooks, I believe it's a smart move. Now, you overpaid him. I really think that you overpaid him. But I told y'all when I talked about Dylan Brooks that he still has a place in the home in the NBA. This type of, if he just toned his attitude down, just a little bit. Start having that nonchalant, that I don't give a type attitude. You know what I mean? He is a decent defender. He was in... He had made the second all-defensive team. What more What more can we ask for this guy? You know what I mean? So I think that bringing him down there uh, with that young core, because he was just with a young core of talent before, bringing him down there that, you know what I mean, try to correct his wrongs the way he did in Memphis, I believe it's a good fit for him. You know what I mean? I believe that Coach Udoka is going to lean on him when it comes to that defensive side, to being that Draymond Green type guy. To be that Marcus Smart type guy, I believe that Dylan Bush can be that, can do that. You feel me? And I just really see that that it's going to work out for Houston. I believe that Houston can be a, a play in team now. You know, what I mean, they almost can make the playoffs. I believe that they, they can be like a a eighth seed. I can really see them being a strong eighth seed. They won't have to fight to get into the play in just because of you know, what I mean, it's new to them. This this. Everything will be new to them. New coach, new culture, new team, new players. You know what I mean? It's new to them. I believe that these the Houston Rockets took a step in front of my New Orleans Pelicans. I'm not a diehard New Orleans Pelicans fan, but I, I am I was rooting for them. I, I am low-key still rooting for them because I, I see potential in those guys down there. But now that Houston Rockets did with all these moves that they did with their potential, with their coach. I believe that Houston Rockets are now over top of the New Orleans Pelicans. And 
I believe that the Houston Rockets and the OKC Thunder is fighting for that eighth for that eight and ninth spot in the playoffs. You feel me? So I I, I can see it. I can really see that Houston will be a team, a dangerous team, a scary team at times. You can't go to sleep on them no more. You if you think it's going to be a fifty point blowout like how they got embarrassed on the season last year. I don't think you're going to see too many of those games this upcoming season. I believe we're going to see a lot of close games. We're going to be see a lot of games just saying like, man, only if these guys was was together a little bit longer. That's that's what we be saying. We, we will be saying to the uh, Houston Rockets. Another team that I felt like, and this is my last team that I felt that won the NBA free agency, the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, I know the Memphis Grizzlies did not go all in and go all out to the free agency, but the key pieces that they did bring in, Marcus Smart, somebody that can play that defense and somebody that can occasionally run the offense. You know what I mean? I think he can help Desmond Bain out. You know what I mean? And Desmond Bain signing that big old contract extension, that 205. It's a lot of money to be giving that guy. But I believe that, you know what I mean, Desmond Bain, Desmond Bain worked himself up. I don't think he should have got that 205. I think he should have been a little lower. But, you know what I mean, when you believe in a player and you see in the elevation of Desmond Bain, you, you, you can't help but to reward him. You know what I mean? But bringing in the market smart, bringing in the dark rose, kind of keeping in those same key pieces that you already had with the JJ, the job of rant whenever he's uh whenever his 25 game suspension is up and he's eligible to be able to play. I believe bringing those key pieces will help help mature the Memphis Grizzlies because I think that's where the Memphis Grizzlies uh was was having issues in is was their maturity. And I think now that these guys are being matured, you know, having mature players come down there with them and helping them grow and elevate their game, it will help the Memphis Grizzlies out. Memphis Grizzlies was what, uh, number two team in the West, the second seed in the West. Now, I don't foresee them being the second team in the West again, but I believe that if it can stay afloat, which they already shown that they can do, of staying afloat without job for those 25 games, and bringing in a dirt rolls and, and Marcus Smart. I believe that you can do that. I believe that Memphis can still be a top six team. You know what I mean? It, we just going to have to kind of see. You know, the West is packed. The West got loaded. The West is always having different teams e- each year to show that um, the West is, is very, very hard to compete with. You feel me? Let's talk about the losers. Of this, of this uh, NBA free agency, and most definitely these teams need to, because I, I just don't think they did a good job, man. Uh, and sometimes I just want to think that. Are you delusional? Do, or do you suffer from a mental illness? The first team I want to ask that question to is the Orlando Magic's, and the reason why I talk about the Orlando Magic's, man, is because. Last year they went and drafted drafted Pablo Banchero. And I'd say that was the best draft that the Orlando Magics had since they drafted Dwight Howard. And with you drafting Pablo, it's like that's a generational talent. That's the guy that can change the game. That's the guy that I can see if he can make multiple all-stars that he can probably help Orlando kind of 
curve a little bit because Orlando got some good key pieces down there with Pablo, with uh, Wagner. Um, but they is so guard heavy. They got so many guards down there. And the Jalen Suggs, and the Gary Harris, and the Markel Folks. And I believe they also just went into the to the draft this year and drafted another guard. And it's like, Orlando, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? I believe that Orlando should have kind of traded those uh, trade those uh, draft picks just so you can lower into some cash, to some money, or something in that nature, just so you can bring some talent down to Orlando. Orlando is – they need talent. They don't keep – they don't need uh, draft picks anymore. They need veteran – they need to do what Memphis and Houston just did and go get some veteran, good veteran – key players, not no daggone veteran players that's almost out the league and only make this team because of their name. That's not what Orlando needs. Orlando needs a, a, a Marcus Smart. Orlando needs um, – oh, man, what what do – what Orlando can they, – they, they need some – they need some superstar power down there. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I think that's the only way that they can mature Pablo Banchero down there is if they bring some good key veterans down there. If they don't bring no key veterans down there, then the Orlando Magic is going to keep being the team, the bottom team of the East or the bottom team, period. The only time people want to go to Orlando is just to go see the, just to go down to Disney World. That's it. They're not going down there to see the Orlando Magic. Or do you want to go down? It's like you go down there to see the Summer League more than you want to see the actual team itself. And it's like, come on, yo! What, what, what is they, what is they doing? When is y'all ever going to change y'all narrative? When y'all going to stop? Just keep drafting point guards. Like, how many guards you going to have down there? How many guards you can you want to have on the floor? How many guards you are you looking to have on the floor, man? What are you trying to run the go to state small ball with even smaller people? Not having nobody over there that's over six ten, six nine, or anything in that nature. It's just Orlando Magic is just. You're just blowing your opportunity. You're blowing, you're wasting talent. And Pablo, if you're not going to help bring no talent down there, get rid of him. Trade him while his value is still high. <sighs> Another team that pisses me off, the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls, man. They went and got Zach Levine. They went and got DeMar DeRozan. They went and got Booch Bitch. And then after that, it's just like a bunch of shh. It's just a bunch of it, man. And it's you just you just ask the Bulls, Chicago Bulls to wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Just wake up. You got two good key pieces and DeRozan and Levine. I believe you should trade one of them and bring in some more talent down there. I believe that you should have you should have tried to see what you can get out of DeMar DeRozan. I believe it. 
I understand you trying to keep some type of star power down there, but man, you have three talents, three good talents down there that the Chicago Bulls just keep on underachieving. I don't know if it's Billy Donovan and his coaching style or is it just the actual key, excuse me, key pieces that they have down there. It should just make you want to just say, hold up. Why? Just why, man? It's, it's, I don't know, man. Some of these teams is just really, just really, just really tearing me off, man. It's just like I said, I'm not even a fan of the Orlando Magic or the Chicago Bulls, but I just want to see y'all compete. Compete. You know what I mean? You got all this good talent down here and in, in, in the summer league. But when it comes to, to the regular season, man, you're not competing. You're not putting the best teams out there in my eyes. It's just you're not. And I'm not understanding what it would take for them to actually bring some talent to Chicago, some talent to Orlando. You know what I mean? And, and it's it just – they're just terrible. <laughs> I swear, man, I know that – I know that their fans are just – I just know each year, each year they are just doing that, man. <laughs> I know, I know when their fans watch TV is just. I cannot see. I'm legally blind. <laughs> oh man, another funny thing. Your asses have consequences. Lord Shorty just said it, man. When will you learn, man? When will you learn? Bring some damn help down there. And my last team, last but not least, we talked about his team earlier. We said that he wanted to leave, get a new scenery. The Portland Trailblazers. Once again, the Portland Trailblazers did not do anything in the free agency. Not one thing. And I understand that they are, their goal is maybe to trade Dame away. And that will be their free agency right there. Once they trade Dame and get some key pieces um, back to, to Portland, that's going to be their free agency. But once again, to try to keep your superstar happy, try to keep them there, you know what I mean, to, to, to avoid all of this trade talk, it's, it's simply just going out into the free agency and try to win somebody there. I understand it's 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 super hard. I totally get it because of the Portland Trail of the Trailblazers of who they are. I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. But when you bring some good talent down in Portland, when Portland had made it to the Western Conference or was was in the playoffs, when they had the Lamarcus Argus, the Dane Lillard, the Nicholas Patoon, um. And, and a host of other players that I can't just think off top of my head right now. The Trailblazers were a decent team, even when they had Melo. It was a decent team. It was a team that you can probably say, yo, if they can get out the first round, oh, man, it, they they going to be a scary team. And after, we, after that team then broke up, it's like I felt like Portland, Portland automatically went on a – on a decline, like they were just saying, man, forget this. We got to, we we got to start hitting lotteries. 
<laughs> we gotta start getting picks. We gotta start getting some young talent around here because Dame ain't it. We gotta get rid of Dame. We gotta we gotta do right by Dame and such and such such and such. And they just keep on bringing all these young talent. They, they're looking like the Orlando Magic's. It's just terrible, terrible, man. It is. I see why Dame went out. You're not bringing no type of anything down there. You're not. It's no no help, no excitement. Once you lose Dame, man, I'm pretty sure them ticket prices is going to go down. Them ticket prices is going to be doo-doo. I'm pretty sure them ticket prices is probably already doo-doo now, man. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, 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 I just feel like Portland, you most definitely, you get an F. You didn't bring no type of help. You didn't bring nothing to uh, help Dame out or try to even try to keep Dame dead. So Portland, you get an F. Chicago, you get an F. Orlando, you get an F. Everybody get an F on this. On my top three losers, man, just nothing but Fs. Fail, fail, fail. You fail to even build a team to make the right team, make the right the right key pieces, anything in that nature. You fail. The Memphis Grizzlies, I give y'all, I give y'all B plus. You know, what I mean, you able to still try to keep a team together, uh, build the team um, with Jog on the suspension, and try to keep their culture together. So I give you a B plus. Houston Rockets, I give you a solid B. Um, like I said, you already had some key pieces down there, and now that you bring some veteran key pieces down there, man, you most definitely showing that you are trying to compete in the Western Conference now. You're showing that you're no longer going to be the basement team. So, yeah, get a solid B. And my Los Angeles Lakers. I know a lot of people are going to say, man, you saying you only gave him this B because you biased. You're a Laker fan. You know what I mean? You you can't do that. My Lakers get a solid A. They get an A. They was able to find a way to bring some uh, good key pieces, some good shooting pieces, some pieces that actually fit. No, None of that old school homeboy ball, none of that. It was great strategy by the Lakers, you know what I mean, to make sure that the Lakers can try to compete in this Western Conference and try to get back to the uh, Western Conference Finals again. So I understand, no, it's not being biased, but the Lakers really did, went out there and, and made some moves, and, and, and it was great to see, like, finally. Because last year, man, in the offseason, it was like, man, what the hell are we doing? What are we trying to do, man? I, I know uh, I, I, I was pretty much saying – But this year, damn, it's completely different. <laughs> you feel me, man? And so, yeah, that's where my top three winners are. Lakers, Rockets, Grizzlies, my losers, Magics, Bulls, Blazers. Got to do better. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm hoping that you will do better, man. And before I go ahead and wrap this episode up, before I go ahead and wrap this episode up, I would like to go ahead and give um, some congrats out. Some congrats. A shout out to the ladies on this one, man. I want to send some congrats out to uh, Lindsey Harding. She was named head coach of the Stockton Kings, the first black female head coach in the NBA G League history, man. Shout out to you, sweetheart. You most definitely deserve it, man. I, I don't know too much about your resume, but I'm pretty sure that you deserve to be there. I'm pretty sure you grind it from the bottom. You know what I mean? And become a first female head coach, the first female black head coach in the G League. I know it's going to be many more to come. I just know it. You know what I mean? Hopefully soon. 
soon that she or possibly a female will be coaching an NBA game. You never know. You never know. But you know, that's a that's a great start. That's a great start. You know what I mean? Starting in the G League, showing the your purpose, showing what you what you can bring to the game. You know what I mean? Because there are some great females. There are great coaches, great ballers, you know, great sports enthusiasts, all that. It's the females out here. So shout out to Miss Lindsay Harding for getting that promotion into that, into your new role, into your job. I wish you nothing but success. I wish you nothing but um great season and so on and so on. You feel me? And as I wrap this episode up, man, I would like to appreciate I like to say thank y'all for tuning into this episode, man. I appreciate y'all. Keep on viewing, keep on subscribing, keep on sharing, keep on you know, putting MTMO out there, man. Because without y'all, man, this this will be very, very hard without y'all. Y'all feel me? So make sure y'all go tell a friend that can be a friend that can possibly wants to be your friend that MTMO Sports Podcast is out here. And I'm still going. And I'm still putting out numbers. And I just don't feel like stopping. And I ain't going to stop no time soon. Because you know why, yo? Why I'm on this rage right now. August 3rd. Mark that on y'all calendar. August 3rd. I want y'all to be ready. Be excited. Because on August 3rd, I will have, MTMO will be its first live episode. You feel me? I will be going live. And not only I will be going live, that is MTMO two-year anniversary. So with me I'm, I'm, for me celebrating this year, I'm going to celebrate it with y'all. So make sure y'all save the date. Save the time because it's August 3rd, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The MCMO will be going live. And I would love for everybody that views this show to come on that show and just comment, just say what's up, say congrats, say whatever, just say whatever topics that, you know, discuss the whatever topic I'm talking about. Come on in. Show some love, you feel, because it's going to be a celebration that you don't want to miss. I will be celebrating that whole week, you feel me, prepping up to it. So August 3rd, save the date, save the time. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you feel me. MTMO, first live episode, anniversary show, you feel me. I cannot wait, man. I, I wonder what episode, what number episode I'm going to be on because this is 109. 109 episodes, yo, in two years? Whew, that is dope man i'm like dope i'm i can't wait <laughs> i just cannot wait man um also while i'm on here the news for at the bank you feel me at the bank official live um show for that make sure y'all go check out at the bank also and my first live show for at the bank will be july 22nd july 22nd will be official official first live show at, at the bank where you can catch all the Ravens stories, news, all that. You know what I mean? So make sure y'all follow me over there to at the bank of Baltimore Ravens podcast, followed by the grid network. You know what I mean? We want that grid network. Make sure y'all come over there, slide over there, and show some love on that also. But as of right now, man, make sure y'all go back to the previous episodes and run those views up. You know what I mean? Like, just the way how we ran that wide receiver room at, at two uh two point K, no, was it two point one K views? 
Let's run all the other episodes up the same way. Make sure y'all go tune in to, uh, oh, man, A New Voice. I'm sorry, A New Voice. You know, that's that's the last episode at the bank talking about uh, Todd Munkin and the new offensive coordinator and what he's bringing to our Baltimore Ravens. You feel me? And make sure y'all tune in this Saturday. Real contenders. You know what I mean? As I'm talking about is the Baltimore Ravens real contenders. So make sure y'all tune in to that episode. Make sure y'all tune into my my team. Period. The Grid Network. Make sure y'all go follow that. We we doing nothing but just keep making noise and making movements. You feel me? Make sure y'all go check out the rest of the podcasts that's on this network. Real dope. Uh, real dope network. And let me give some shout outs to my favorite ladies who just dropped their episode sixteen. You feel me? Locked in sports. Make sure y'all go check them out. L O C. The letter N. Sports. You mean you know what I mean? Make sure y'all go check them out. Uh, they on episode sixteen. Dope females that just talk about that sports, just like us. So make sure y'all go tune them in. Make sure y'all go check out my my man Rod on Sister Podcast. He uh always got some funny stuff uh, up his sleeves. You feel me? Make sure y'all go check out um my other home, ASAP Network, the Real Talk. Make sure you check out me, Ray, Kenny, Chris, talk about our, our sports-ish every Monday and Thursday, you feel me, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, And that's pretty much it, you feel me. So make sure y'all tune in. Remember, August 3rd, August 3rd, 6 p.m. Come check me out, yo. I guarantee it's going to be a dope show, you feel me. But until then, man, I appreciate y'all. And as always, check me out. I'm out, dogs. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.